From Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast and I'm the bomb. Happy Tutu Tuesday and welcome to Burncast. In today's episode, we go to San Francisco decompression, which took place on Sunday, October 7th, 2007. But first, the Burncast Community Bulletin Board. First and foremost is some news about a dear burning brother, Otto Shutt from San Francisco. Otto is a big guy, not only in stature, but also in spirit, giving so much back to his local community. It absolutely breaks my heart to report that Otto recently underwent surgery last Friday, October 12th, to remove a malignant tumor from his abdomen. What you're about to hear are some well wishes from his friends. Hey, Otto, we love you. It's Kristen on behalf of the Slides. Jeff and Jake also send their love. Well wishes to you. We hope it's a speedy recovery. Hi, this message is for Otto. This is Jenny Zimba. I love you, man, and you will always be my king. Always. Bye. Uh, One of my fondest memories of Otto, of which there are many, is one of his birthday parties where all of his friends had full-color prints of Otto's face on a stick, which they could hold over their own face so everyone could look like Otto. And we're not just talking 10 or 15 Ottos. It was much more like a hundred or possibly hundreds of Ottos, a veritable sea of Ottos. And I remember thinking, how cool is this guy that he can inspire a warehouse full of people to wear his face in one unified gesture? And how cool are these people that they all come out to play like this? And that is what Otto is to me, an invitation to play. A walking, almost audible, hey, why not? A good and inspiring soul. So, my friend Otto, it's Christopher in Portland. I wish you a speedy recovery and a long and happy, healthy life of inspiration. And thanks so much for the bottle of Playa Red Wine this year. It's coming to mean a lot to me. Take care. Bye. Otto, this is John Zaremba. Just wanted you to know that uh, every time I see you, I'm a better person. So, get well soon, my friend. Bye. This message is for Otto. <clears throat> Otto, this is uh, Jose Reyes Olivas of Sage Productions. I, like many people, have been getting um, some uh, emails regarding unexpected surgery and. Uh, just want to let you know, man, sending out some prayers for you and um, trying to do what we can on this end to help with some uh, support financially, too. And just uh, really um, want to make sure that you know that we're thinking about you out here in Santa Cruz County. And um, our prayers are going to you. And, um, and we know and are hopeful and optimistic that everything's going to work out the way uh, the creators meant it to be. Okay, man? So hang in there, and, uh, and we'll be looking out. All right? Take care. Bye. With Otto, well, Otto, it's Babs. Um, you're one of the 
biggest guys right now with the biggest heart. I've been thinking about it all day. I hope you're going to be okay. Love you. Bye. Hey, Otto. It's Lee. It sounds like uh, Steve is a lot more aggressive than we thought, and um, he's going down kicking and screaming. But you're a big guy, and I know you're going to handle him, and we're all here to support you. There's so much love, and I'll talk to you soon. That was well wishes for Otto Shutt. A fundraiser for his medical expenses will be taking place in San Francisco at Shine, located at 1337 Mission Street on Sunday, October 21st at 4 p.m. For more information about Otto's condition and how you can help, visit his website, produced by Randomly Kind, at www.ottoshutt.com. That's O-T-T-O-S-C-H-U-T-T. Or click on our blog at burncast.net. That's about it for the Burncast Community Bulletin Board. Let's move on with today's episode. According to the Burning Man website, decompression is an opportunity to dust off and share again ply art, performances, theme camps, photos, videos, and stories from the playa, to reconnect with family and friends, and collaborate to create new art. San Francisco kicked off decom season, and I, of course, went. My first encounter was with two guys who hand-delivered messages to people at DCOM. Let's listen. We started this like four years ago thinking that, well, we, we, we both realized we had the same typewriters. And he wanted to dictate his dreams at, on, the, on the playa, and, I, and uh, I thought, oh, we need to kind of do something with each other because we have the same typewriters. And it evolved into something like taking dictation from people and being able to like um, uh, create like more of a transparency between communication. So with email you don't exactly, you lose a lot of the meaning behind the words and what we're trying to do is retain the energy behind the intention. And so that's why we're here, to kind of hold up the uh, communication for people. You're doing a fabulous job. Oh, thanks. It's fun. It's funny because people see it as such a gift, but I see it as like a gift to myself. It's just probably the best kind of gift, you know, like to be able to do something you really like and have other people enjoy it, you know? Yeah. So that's that's what I love about it. It's kind of a win-win. For, yeah. Coming up, we'll hear him actually deliver a message. So what we do is normally on the playa uh, every year, my, my buddy and I will sit at a card table with two typewriters side by side, take dictation, improvise over it a little bit, or a lot, depending on like how, we're, how we see fit, and then hand deliver uh, verbally uh, all over the playa. And what we can't deliver on the playa will we'll, um, stamp and send through Black Rock Post. What we're trying to do this year is take anything on the West Coast and actually hand deliver it and step to the doorstep and, and you know verbally convey the message that we've typed. Okay. Yeah. So, so what we did, this is kind of weird because somebody just just had me type a letter and they, the guy's right here. So uh, what we're going to do is actually read the, the, the message that she has for him. Okay. Yeah. Ano- quote anonymously. <laughs> 
Okay, so it's a monkey. This is kind of some old print, it looks like, where they've, um, it's kind of a monkey on a tree, and I've, I've typed in red around the monkey who's straddling this tree. It's like art, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and then the, the typeset follows the contour of the monkey. Okay. So, <clears throat> letter for Colonel Kilbuck. Yes, sir. Yes, Colonel Kilbuck here. I'm ready to okay. hear the worst. So, here it is. This this is a mash note. You oh. ha, you have a secret admirer. She knows your secrets, and she wants to tell you hers. Really? This monkey speaks no evil. Uh huh. Hears no evil. Yeah. <laughs> sees no evil. Yes. Maybe even remembers no evil. Ooh. But you bet your ass, will do monkey evil. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that was diabolical laughter. Want me to do that again? <laughs> yes, go ahead. And, and so it's from Nyla Snake. Ooh. Anonymously. Nyla Snake anonymously. There you go. You get uh, to keep it. Oh, my God, yes. So we do this uh, normally every year on the play, and we set up our card table and come see us in front of center camp. I, uh, Just me and one other guy. Uh, so. the, the individual, I must tell you, is not actually anonymous. <laughs> I know. I just typed it for her. Thank you very much. Yes. I, I, I am deeply honored to receive this. Oh, right on. Cheers. Can I give you a big hug? Yes. Your locks are yes. like outfit. And you should know that you are so fucking doomed. Do you know that? <laughs> All of you Doomed are. to which? All what? Where? Yeah, absolutely. Every single one. I'll enjoy it. Here. That's right. <laughs> Take well, care. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I, will, I will cherish this and I will I will uh, move it into the archives. Wherever you like to put it. Which will have, you know, of course we have to send it to this incredible bureaucracy that we have to put things in the archives. That's what we've done by setting it's up a, our, a, our project, a, a sidestep Black Rock it's Post a and all that. Story, yeah. It's a 12-story building in Kazakhstan. You know, it starts up at the top and all these people were to throw rubber stamps and whack the And the postman walked away. <laughs> That was The Postman from San Francisco DCOM. Now we'll hear from Mr. Jellyfish, the creator of the unfortunate monkey experiment at Burning Man 2007, and talk about his latest upcoming project for Burning Man 2008. Here we go. Sitting here at San Francisco DCOM with... Mr. Jellyfish. And Mr. Jellyfish is getting adjusted, so let's give him a second. I'll say, I just ripped my shorts. Ah, ha, ha, ha. You did. It's quite an air conditioning yes. job you've got there. <laughs> so, um, tell us about your project, Mr. Jellyfish. Uh, the, the current one is uh, The Unfortunate Monkey Experience, Yumi. And last time you had me on your show to bomb, uh, I was like doing that, that, that French, or no, German accent. Yes. Like I was in space, yeah, in space. And so we got a lot of mileage out of that. Uh, but the, the Yumi is like uh, the crash landed space capsule, and uh, it's got a robot monkey inside that likes to fuck with you. The Colonel Kilbuck and I, we built this thing to look like something you would just discover on the playa. Like, oh my god, what is this? It looked like it dropped out of the sky. And you go inside. If you, if you have the, enough curiosity to go inside. Because some people, they would look at it and say, oh, a crash plane, a space capsule. And that was it for them. And they were happy with that experience. But if you dug deeper, and I think that's a really good uh, point about Burning Man itself. If you dig a little deeper, you find, oh my god, look what's inside here. And so uh, that's the reward. That's it's an experience. Yeah. It really isn't. Absolutely. An unfortunate monkey experience. And so it says a lot about our pregnant pause. 
community. <laughs> ah, and, uh, and it says a lot about um, slowing down a little bit, taking time to uh, to just say, oh, uh, you know, what's this, what's this thing, or more importantly, what's this personal about? Instead of just sizing them up, writing them off, and moving on. You know, we, uh, what was that movie, uh, Fight Club, where, where it was very, uh, he talked about single-serving friends that yeah. he met on the airplane. And, and the, what's his name, Brad Pitt, he says, so how's that working for you? He's all single-serving friends. He says, no, being clever. So often we think we, we know what the fuck we're doing. We don't know dick. And it's so funny. I loved, I loved Homeroborous. I loved the fact that there was so much monkey on the playa this year. And uh, if that was the, uh, I guess, counter theme to the Green Man this year, I can't wait to see what the counter theme is going to evolve for the American Dream. What do you think about themes in general, and especially the past two themes? I can't say that I necessarily embrace every theme as soon as it arrives. I kind of like step around it, look at it from different angles, uh, get to know it a little bit from other people's points of view, you know, from from your Burncast, you know, where I listened to uh, the, the All-American guy, what was his name? Oh, Mac Maker, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a really point when he said, really great point when he said, I love freedom. But here we are at this, this amazing event, and these are the most free people in the world. I mean, these are not people starved for entertainment, and here we are, mixing it up in front of a space capsule with some odd band with a, what is it, a concertina playing over there? Oh. So, so okay, I'm, I'm boiling over to tell you about my next year's project. Oh, tell me about your next project. Come on. Bring it on. Bring it, okay. Her name is Shushu. 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 And she's French. And she is a, she's a crybaby drama queen. Oh, no. Yeah. And she thinks you are all fucking hippies. Get away from me. And her lover dragged her there. Okay. And built this beautiful heart-shaped uh, camp trailer for her. And she won't come out. Fuck you, stupid hippies. And she lives in there with a pet ferret named Filth. And Filth the ferret, he goes out and parties all night. And goes to rave camps and stuff. And he comes back all, you know, like with a pimp hat on. And uh, she just says, where have you been, Filth? And everybody begs Shushu, Shushu, please come out. It's Burning Man. You're missing it. Freedom. Yeah, freedom. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm never coming out. You stupid. I'm going home. I, I hate all the dust and the hippies. How about I cook my ferret and serve it to all you fuck ass? You know. And and everybody begs poor Shushu. Oh, you know, my my burn is ruined because Shushu's not having a good time. And so uh, it'll have an interactive like an Eiffel Tower that, yeah, that is Juju's mood meter. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all bad moods. So if you speak into the microphone, as I'm speaking into the microphone yeah. now, it'll have some uh, software cued into uh, voice recognition that will, if you say things like beautiful, her mood will change. Okay. And if you, and if you finally get her mood to a certain point, the door will, oh, and there, there'll be screen, of course, uh, you know, of like uh, silhouette projections of what she's just doing in her trailer, uh, besides not coming out. But there will be, uh, if you get her uh, through interaction, get her mood to be that right level, then the door will open, and Juju's robotized mannequin body will come out, and she will look left, and she will look right, and she will go, <laughs> and the door will slam shut. I can't fucking wait. So the goal is to get her to spit. Uh, yes, yes, to spit at all of you fuck ass. So <laughs> it's okay. It's it's the American dream. You know, we're all entitled. We're all spoiled brats. 
in this country. And, and, but we can't laugh at ourselves. We have to laugh at the French. <laughs> and so... And rightfully so. I, <laughs> and I'm looking for volunteers. So everybody who's listening to this podcast, please, we simply must have you uh, volunteer for mail delivery from Shushu. <laughs> and we're going to send mail to every theme camp and it will be a, uh, a address to the theme camp, uh, address to the drama queen at that theme camp. Whoa. So imagine you're sitting in front of your drama queen and you say, you know, they bring it by and it says, the drama queen at Apocalyptica or something like that. And you say, Susie, this is for you. And it's, an, it's a perfumed invitation from Juju. I know exactly how you feel. Come and see me. <laughs> so, okay, if you go to ePlaya, there's a, a, there's a thread called uh, ePlaya on BurningMan.com. Uh, there's a conversation where we're kind of fleshing out our personality. Okay. So join in, everybody. You know, get get involved in Juju. Tell us your drama queen stories because we want to push this as far as we can. We want to be as ridiculous as we can, just like the Yumi. Okay, Mr. Jellyfish, as we wrap this up, how many years have you been going to Burning Man? Ah, four years now. This will be my fifth with my new leather. <laughs> and what keeps you coming back? Look around you. Oh, my God. Look at all these smiles on these people. Look at these genuine smiles. Look at the eyes just, like, smiling. And, and everybody, you know, it, it, it's great to be human when you're among humans that are, that are comfortable just letting it all happen, you know? And it's, uh, you know, I have a pretty conservative uh, uh, profession. I'm in the real estate business. <laughs> Boy, there's something that will bring it down. <laughs> these days I have markets in the shitter Whee! so if you don't have a sense of humor you're not going to get through it so all of us you know we have these stressful things going on in our lives what a great way to go and pop some steam thank you very much oh thank you Devon I go to sleep to your podcast <laughs> that was Mr. Jellyfish coming up we'll talk to Darren Selby the creator of the gravity-defying rickshaw he calls the Skedaddle Hopper. Darren was kind enough to give me a ride on the Skedaddle Hopper, and together with another passenger, we rode up and down DCOM for at least a good half hour. It was a total blast. I'm at San Francisco DCOM with... Darren Selby. I call this a Skedaddle Hopper, and uh, what it is... It's a device for carrying up to 800 pounds with relative ease on level ground. And what I've discovered is a modified rickshaw. And the rickshaw has, um, you know, just like the Hong Kong taxi where people run and they carry their passengers. Well, now I have my passengers almost as far back as I am forward. And what that does is it creates somewhat like a rolling teeter-totter. And the rolling teeter-totter, the driver, of course, is predominantly heavier, so he always comes back down. And you can sit the people inside the carriage in different sitting positions so they can be a different, uh, you know, weight, and they can be a balance to the driver. So this makes it really easy to pull around quite a bit of weight. What's the heaviest you think you've pulled? Well, like I said, this one will haul up to about 800 pounds. It, it weighs empty probably around 300 pounds, if not more, because of all the decorations. This is more of an art vehicle than anything. And so uh, what I want to do with the next one is I want to go ahead and have it be more of a functional, I call it functuational, where it's feng shui and functional, feng shui, and the idea is that People with really little effort at all can 
pull their friends or their cargo or whatever. The only thing that's supposed to uh, happen to make it possible is a slow lane. And this is what I'm working on and just focusing on different cities. You know, San Francisco, there's a lot of places in here where there's a slow lane. There's a bicycle lane. And if there isn't that, this won't happen. And that's my message is we have to make room for a slow lane. And then all these groovy things that just seem out of reach to fast-moving traffic open right up. We get to meet everyone and everything and see everything in between. Is it hard to operate? Not at all. And that's the thing is, it, in many ways, I tell people it's like a land plane. And if you think of a plane, you think of a plane is balanced on its wings, which are like the fulcrum, and its tail, its fuselage, and its. Um, its uh, propeller up front balances over the wings. And so what I've done is I've made a vehicle where the front and back balance over the wheels. See, and it's really a land plane because when I run, everything has to be balanced. As long as people don't move around inside, it takes hardly any effort at all to move it. Wow. So tell me a little bit about the design and the construction. You said you used a certain type of hand. Yes, this is hemp from Yugoslavia. It's probably about $500 worth of hemp and hemp robe. And you're sitting on a, a hemp fabric uh, uh, hammock that I batiked. And I just you batiked this yourself? Yes, this one here is batiked. It's underneath. Wow. See underneath this? That's batik. And it was my first go at it. My friend has a whole batik shop. So it was a lot of fun. What I'm uh, hoping to do is just take this idea the core of this idea and have you know as you all feel the dreams build it and they'll come I can't really think of a better way to describe what I want to do because I know as soon as I start building these things people are going to come and they're going to want one Yeah. and the whole secret to making this work is a slow lane we're all back to that and I think it's really our civil rights to have one if an area doesn't have a slow lane but it has a parking lane Guess what needs to go? Parking lane? <laughs> I, I would think so because then people can get their groceries by just, if nothing else, a bicycle trailer. You know, sure, it'd be nice to go in a big elaborate human-powered or hybrid electric-powered vehicle, but uh, what I'd like to see happen is something much, much simpler where people just use their own, what they have already, a bicycle with a bicycle trailer. Yeah. You know, and, and we know it's possible, it's just making room for it. What's it like wheeling this on the plaza as opposed to decom? Well, you, you know, here you have asphalt, you have blacktop, and it's really super hard surface. Out there, you know, it's like the dusty playa, and this year it's been extra dry. Yeah. It didn't rain since, uh, what, February, I don't think out there. It's been really dry, and so because of all that dust, it made it kind of hard to move around. But I still was able, like, on the well-trodden paths, I just stayed on those. But here, this is like, man, this is great. This is super smooth. And I have rock-hard tires, which are 100 PSI. What's that mean? Well, 100 PSI, normally, bicycle tires are only 45 PSI. When you get 100, 110 PSI, and uh, your tire can handle that, then the rolling resistance goes down to virtually nil. Okay. It hardly is any rolling resistance at all. And you want that because when you run, you have passengers, as soon as you hop, you're getting the free ride. Uh -huh. And that whole time it's rolling. <laughs> you get to fly as well. 
Yes, and that's what makes it fun. Is uh, I'm leaned over a padded stomach bar and padded elbow rest, and it makes it real easy to get lifted up by the people. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Likewise. It's been great hanging out with you. People want to get a hold of you. How can they get a hold of you? Well, um, I have a YouTube site, which is uh, my handle is Hop, and it's spelled S-K-E-D-A-D-D-L-E-H-O-P. And uh, my email is Darren, D-A-R-I-N, underscore Selby, S-E-L-B-Y, at Hotmail. There you go. you got to experience this next time you see it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. That was Darren Selby talking about his art project, The Ski Daddle Hopper. When you get a moment, check out the Burncast blog to see a video of this fantastic ride. Coming up, we'll listen to me and my Burning Man neighbor Stephen as we prepare a special gustatory gift at DCOM. What are we doing, Stephen? We're on Indiana Street, San Francisco, at the Burning Man decompression party, and I'm putting ice and rock salt into a plastic ball to make some ice cream to share with people. How much ice cream are we going to make? Uh, I don't know, a pint? About eight ounces. Maybe a, okay, half a pint. <laughs> a cup of ice cream. It'll go a long way. We're looking at loaves and fishes here. You know what, I just realized, do we have a spoon? No, it'll be fingers only. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people probably have hand sanitizer with them. That's how San Francisco rolls, what can I say? Yeah, right? <laughs> ice cream for ice cream! <laughs> what flavor? What flavor is it? What flavor? Uh, uh, organic uh, <laughs> harvest berry. Organic mushed harvest berries. Thing. Blueberry, raspberry, blackberry, strawberry. Harry Harvey's making it. Oh, is that Harry Harvey? Really? A half hour later, we serve up the ice cream to passersby, and here's what one of them thought. It was fantastic. Larry? It looks absolutely what you, what fabulous. It's more hyperbolic than fantastic. Wow. It's hyperbolically fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's hyperbole. <laughs> Purple fucking ice cream. I fucking love this shit. <laughs> you know, this matches my this matches my kitchen cabinets. <laughs> and my bass guitar. That was my Burning Man neighbor Stephen and myself serving up fresh ice cream. Coming up, my friend Alex and I meet up with Miss Camel-topia 2007. We're here at San Francisco DCOM with Miss Camel-topia pageant 2007. And so there's some fellows here who want to know about the competition. Would you uh, would you like to conduct this interview? So what exactly did it take for you to, um, to become the uh, winner of the Miss Camel-topia award this year? Well, all it took was a seed, a seed of an idea. Believing in yourself is all that it takes. 
<laughs> when I first heard about the Cameltopia competition. But you have to have the toe too, right? Okay. But everybody has a dream. <laughs> you have a dream, but you have to have the toe as well to be able to win. You have to have the toe. Okay. So we're good with the toe. So what, what happened next? I mean, we're in there. Well, Miss Cameltopia 2006, the very gorgeous Jelly Bean, was really, you know, someone for me to look up to. <laughs> I don't really. So, yeah, she's qu quite the toe. So when quite I first heard toe, about... Really. Quite the toe. Okay. So when I first heard about the pageant, I decided that I would enter. And, you know, competitions are pretty fierce out there on the playa. It's heated, right? I mean... Develop the perfect camera. Well, it's a <laughs> technique. The how do you develop the perfect Yeah, yeah. And how do you stick your how landing? You... <laughs> Fluff and fold. Fluff, fluff and fold. fold. Spread and fluff. Two techniques, the fluff and fold and the spread and fluff. Right. I'll give you a demonstration, the but this is radio. <laughs> the triple toe, right. Yeah. You've got to spread and then pull. <laughs> just just for you viewers at home, that was absolutely incredible what you just didn't witness. That was but. amazing. And Very let, obvious let, the, let the toe show. <laughs> right. So, but of course, so you know, there's... So was it a closed toe, or was it just an open toe? <laughs> Don't be shy, come on. It was a closed toe. It was a closed toe. Okay, yes. Right, this is... The, the open toe would be just... It wouldn't be as impactful. It wouldn't have the same gusto. Exactly. You know? I mean, it just wouldn't be there. A camel toe is such because of clothing. Yes, exactly. Otherwise, you're just like, ah, well, Otherwise, it's, it's just right, a right. vagina. <laughs> you know, when I started to contemplate what the toe meant to me, I realized it's... About embracing your genitalia, loving and appreciating every last little bit. Now, what does the competition entail? Yes, that was my next question. It's a bit of a fashion show, okay. really, on an elevated platform. Fashion right. show. So, you know, it's a lot of the accessories and what are you wearing in your pageant gear. And um, there's about, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 people, some men competing for the Mr. Moose Knuckle title. Moose Knuckle, huh? And then? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like. Are you losing it? Don't lose it. Stay together. We're right here. We're right here. I actually started to think about my toe and what the toe meant to me. I composed a song for my camel toe. Really? And I. Can you give us a little like taste of the song? I sure can. Okay, I sure it. can. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Oh, beautiful, my camel toe, my pussy pleasure waves. This little gem. Not found on men tucked right between my legs. Oh, camel toe, oh, camel toe, tied close to honor thee. So let it ride up past the thigh. Everybody now, from thee to shining. So is that what got you the prize? I mean, shit. You'll have to ask the judges. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, there, what was the other competition like? Did they even stand a chance? I mean, with something like that, it's so impactful. I Again, mean, all really the just... camel toes were so talented. It's really... So many toes in so little time. And so what are you going to do now that you've won Miss Camel Toe 2007? I'm going to spread the toe. Do you have any advice for any future camel toes? Well, they need to have the toe first. I mean, any future camel toe, so. <laughs> right. But every woman has a little toe. 
a little toe. And it's all about showing the toe. So whatever size toe you have, whatever shape, just love it, embrace it, and let it out. <laughs> Feels good. Thank you so much, Miss Camel Toe 2010. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Here, we got the toe. We got the toe. There's the toe. Holy There's the toe. Shit. We have toe. <laughs> Can you mic the toe? <laughs> That was Alex and Miss Cameltopia 2007. As we wrap up today's episode, we talked to the massive rye and Black Rock City's mayoral candidate, Steve23. The thing I really wanted to know is what Steve23's platform is. Let's listen. What's San Francisco do you come with? The massive rye from You Are That Pig. Uh, what do you got going on here? What do we you have our Playa Gift for decompression. Is is the decompression batch of infused vodka? Infused vodka. Infused vodka. Okay. We've got watermelon, raspberry, and lychee. Oh, that's what I'm tasting. It's delicious. <gasps> so what? What hasn't come out of solution yet? I don't know how long you're staying, but if you're if you're up here, you should come by. Um, eventually, we'll have a tasting party when the nectarine. Kiwi and Pluot vodka comes out. Should be excellent, but so far decompression is fantastic. Is this a secret recipe or can It you is share not. It? No, I just it's fruit and sugar and uh, my my woman is a scientist and so she is she's maybe wise in the ways of maceration. So we just the sugar breaks down the fruit, you throw the vodka in there and then you just love it intensely for some time. And I can do that. Yes, you're very, very, massive with your love. I am. You know, it's hard to be, it's hard to have this much love and not use it every time you can. For sure. Now what's this on your hat? Steve 23 for mayor? Steve 23 is going to be mayor. So I'm part of... Going to be mayor? Well, I'm part of the the voting enforcement agency, which is being led by Audubon, Audubon Danger. So I I don't know that I'm his right-hand man, but I'm going to go with that until he beats me up again. But uh, we're going to make sure that as many votes as possible exist for Steve 23. And there will be a mayor of Black Rock City. And it will be Steve 23. What's his platform? Uh, it has something to do with nitrous. <laughs> I don't remember whether he's doing it or not doing it. But he's very passionate about it. And that's the important part. Direction doesn't matter. It's all about lack of inertia. Well, thank you very much for sharing that moment. Of course. Any time. My name is Steve23. I'm running for mayor of Black Rock City 2008. Nitrous. Uh, just say, just say Nas. No, no, no. Uh, I have several points. You know, I stand on a, a, a platform of integrity and community service. I was working. Huh? Oh, community, community. Where's my drink? Uh, yes, I'm all in, all, all in favor of it. One of the points is building a sustainable man out of metal, 20 foot tall. Plumbing it with copper, and we can burn it any time we want. Copper and magnesium. Well, no, no, no. We can we, we can have flamethrowers coming out of our hands, and we can burn it. We can have it here at this event, and then we can take it to regionals. So we'd have the man at every event. It's like the Olympic torch. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's brilliant. We could burn it like throughout the event, or one hour, or whatever. So uh, I'm on the man crew. I've been uh, I built center camp for two years. I was part of the dice, the duck, the last stand, the passage, the giants. The dice and the duck alone. Yeah, and crude awakening. I was rookie of the year 2001. I mean, I, like I said, I've got the the pedigree, I've got the the skills, and the the the, the, the drinking. 
and the drinking. And do you have anything to say against your other? Uh, I don't know who else is running, but I know that people have nominated Addis. And like I, <laughs> like I said, I don't, I don't really think that he's got a, a you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Steve 23's Department of Special Operations is going to specialize <laughs> in an unopposed race. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I don't know about some, that. No, but so, it's someone. A race story. Okay, someone had mentioned to me that they were thinking about running, but I showed them the buttons, and they offered to be my deputy mayor. Nice. They ran from the buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He saw the buttons, and he immediately was like, You have been listening to Burncast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. To learn more about today's episode, just click on our show notes in our blog at burncast.net. To contact us, call the Burncast hotline at 775-363-5861 or click on the MyChingo audio recorder at our website. Music in today's show is by Burning Babylon, which can be found on the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. Embedded photos courtesy of Tristan Sabatier. A very special thanks to Lecter of nospectators.com for hosting these podcasts. Thank <laughs> you.